Welcome to Everything Yesterday This Morning, a 15 to 20 minute daily recap of headlines you may have missed. Come for the news, stay for the snarky commentary. Good morning and welcome to Monday's edition of Everything Yesterday This Morning. I'm your host, literally Heather. A Utah plastic surgeon has been accused of destroying COVID-19 vaccines and giving saline shots to children upon their parents' request as part of an alleged scheme to peddle fraudulent CDC cards. Dr. Michael Kirk Moore Jr., who's 58 from Salt Lake County, Utah, was indicted by a federal grand jury this month on charges alleging that he destroyed more than $28,000 worth of COVID-19 vaccines and fraudulently completed and distributed hundreds of vaccine record cards. Prosecutors say Moore and his three co-defendants, including his neighbor, allegedly ran a scheme, Plastic Surgery Institute of Utah Incorporated, to defraud the United States and the CDC. The doctor and co-defendants, Carrie D. Bergeron, or I don't know how to say her name, uh, Kristen Jackson Anderson, Sandra Flores destroyed at least $28,028.50 worth of government-provided COVID-19 vaccines and distributed at least 1,937 doses worth of fraudulently completed vaccination cards to others in exchange for either direct cash payments or required, quote, donations to a specified charitable organization without administering a COVID-19 vaccine to the card recipient. U.S. Attorney Trina Higgins for the District of Utah announced on Wednesday. As charged in court documents, the defendants also allegedly administered saline shots to minors at the request of their parents, so children would think that they were receiving a COVID-19 vaccine. The indictment, obtained by Fox News Digital Sunday, says that Moore, a then-board-certified surgeon, and his neighbor Anderson belong to a secret organization that aims to liberate the medical profession from government and industry conflicts of interest. They joined forces with Bergeron, the office manager, and Flores, the receptionist, to pour the legitimate vaccines down the drain with syringes according to the indictment. They allegedly charged $50 donations per fake vaccination card. The American Board of Plastic Surgery says that Moore is no longer certified as of December 31st. By allegedly falsifying vaccine cards and administering saline shots to children instead of COVID-19 vaccines, not only did this provider endanger the health and well-being of a vulnerable population, but also undermined public trust and the integrity of federal health care programs. Kurt Muller, special agent in charge with the Department of Health and Human Services, Office of the Inspector General, said in a statement, HHS OIG remains committed to working with our law enforcement partners to hold accountable bad actors who attempt to illegally profit from the pandemic. I was going to save my commentary until the end, but LOL, illegally profiting from the pandemic. I look forward to the grand jury indictment against Anthony Fauci, every person who took money to silence Americans and physicians in the name of Big Pharma's pocketbook.
and every politician who profited from stock picks made while investing in the very decisions they were making in Congress. This defendant allegedly used his medical profession to administer bogus vaccines to unsuspecting people, to include children falsifying a sense of security, acting special agent in charge Chris Miller, HSI Las Vegas added. HSI remains committed to working with our partners to bring those who seek to take advantage of the pandemic to deliberately harm and deceive others for their own profit to justice. I love how they throw that language, deliberately harm and deceive others with a straight face. Someone get this man a mirror. If you wonder why HSI sounds familiar, it's because I talked about them on Friday. That's Homeland Security Investigations, one of the organizations who was using that surveillance program monitoring American money transfers through bulk data collection. So, um, I don't think you have much room to throw stones in your shattered glass house. And while we're at it, how about we discuss the fact that the Department of Homeland Security wasn't started until 2002, is counterterrorism, cybersecurity, aviation security, border security, port security, maritime security, administration and enforcement of our immigration laws, protection of our national leaders, protection of critical infrastructure, cybersecurity, detection of and protection against chemical, biological, and nuclear threats to the homeland, and response to disasters has grown to 22 departments with more than 240,000 employees and has time to target a doctor in Utah giving saline shots over all the other things that they are supposedly responsible for and falling completely out of their jurisdiction of authority. More, his medical corporation and the three co-defendants are charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to convert, sell, convey, and dispose of government property, and conversion, sale, conveyance, and disposal of government property and aiding and abetting. Their initial court appearance is scheduled for January 26th, so this will be interesting. None of these charges are on behalf of the people that he quote-unquote treated. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I do believe that in a grand jury investigation, there's no specific right for a defendant or defense counsel to take part in the proceeding. Primary role is to file motions, dismiss proper improper indictments. Um, my legal eagles who listen are free to reach out, and I'll issue a correction on this tomorrow if I'm wrong. Um, but it will be interesting to see how doctor-patient privilege plays a role in this case. The infringement of that relationship by the U.S. government throughout the pandemic was absolutely insane to witness. Could he have been conducting his own placebo research as a physician to determine the efficacy of the vaccine? It, the burden of proof is on the government to prove otherwise. Also, this story kind of talks out of both sides of its mouth. On the one hand, it implies that the placebo shots were administered at the behest of the recipient, but the direct quotes imply that this was done unknowingly. If these were people who seriously thought they were receiving the vaccine and didn't, then I think that that is worthy of malpractice. If between the doctor and patient, they decided that the shot was not a good option for, for that or those patients, but the government or a private company was impeding on their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness by requiring a vaccine passport for some activity like flying out of the country, 
staying employed, then good on them for standing on the side of freedom. And I won't back down from that position. If this is just about wasting government money, I have an omnibus bill to read to you. In other legal news, Kevin Adelstein filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District of Court for the Northern District of Ohio over a discrepancy in Walmart's prices. Well, we all know that Ohio doesn't exist, so this must be a Babylon Bee article. Wink, wink. Just kidding. Adelstein has claimed that the prices of products differ in stores and online. Specifically, he viewed the prices online for products that were advertised as being available to purchase in a Walmart store in Aurora, Ohio. But then when he arrived at the store, he claims the prices were higher than they were online. The lawsuit provides examples of three specific products and the price discrepancy. Online, Adelstein claims that Weed Control Preventer was listed for $19.97. In the store, however, he claims that he was charged $21.77. A different weed killer product and ceramic wax that Adelstein purchased in-store cost him $4.02 and $7.88 more, respectively, than the prices that were listed online. His attorneys allege that Walmart has violated Ohio and federal consumer protection laws. Attorneys allege that thousands of customers have likely been affected. Walmart is known for price matching in certain situations, but their policies can be strict. Walmart reserves the right to modify the terms of this policy at any time, according to their website. Quote, the manager on duty has the final decision on any price match. However, Adelstein alleges that customers don't realize they're being charged more money when shopping in stores as opposed to online. While this man's items and the dollar amounts seem trivial, it makes you wonder how many people have actually experienced this and not even known they were being taken for a few dollars here and a few dollars there. And managerial discretion as to whether or not online pricing within your own organization is honored seems pretty rife with opportunity to screw people over. During a secret meeting in Kyiv with CIA Director William Burns earlier this month, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was especially focused on the prospect of future U.S. assistance in the ongoing war effort and whether or not Republican lawmakers in the House will continue to provide spending. It's reported that Burns traveled to the Ukrainian capital at the end of last week to meet with Zelensky and discuss the agency's forecast of Russia's imminent military plans. Yeah, you heard that right. The United States head of secret ninja bullshit that we pay for flew over to another country and told a foreign leader the U.S. forecast of Russia's military plans. During the Kyiv meeting last week, Zelensky and his senior intelligence officials were most concerned about ongoing U.S. aid asking Burns how long Ukraine could expect the assistance to continue in the aftermath of Republicans taking control of the House and diminishing support for the war among the U.S. electorate. Most concerned about the incoming flow of cash money. Interesting and odd, that. Uh, Burns reportedly responded by acknowledging that additional aid will likely become harder to obtain in the future, according to this article, while still emphasizing the weight of the current fight on the battlefield. Like, dude, 
focus on your fucking war, not the amount of money that we're going to shell out to you, right? Uh, The $45 billion aid package that Congress just approved for Ukraine in December is expected to last through July or August, Zelensky said, according to the outlet. But questions remain around whether Congress would consider passing another such package. So y'all heard it here. (laughs) Zelensky said that money should last through July or August. Guarantee you. We're going to see a request for more money after the State of the Union address. Every time I think about Zelensky at this point, all I can think about is Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more, please? This isn't the first time that this has happened. CIA Director Burns has forged a reliable relationship with Zelensky in the 11 months since war broke out and even before. He secretly visited the country in October, where he shared intelligence with Ukrainian officials in a show of U.S. support for the country. Burns also met with Zelensky in secret right before the Russian invasion last year, sharing important intelligence that indicated Russians were plotting to assassinate the Ukrainian president. Hmm. Interesting. It would appear that the European-American alliance isn't quite as ironclad as Joe Biden likes to say in damn near every speech that he gives. French finance minister Bruno Le Maire warned Europe not to get embroiled in a U.S.-China standoff. Le Maire said Europe should rather forge its own path in strengthening economic relations with China. There is a slight gap between how Europe and the United States deal with China, Le Maire told Bloomberg. Uh, This was at the World Economic Forum in Davos, and he said, it's in the European Union's interest to work with Beijing in furthering trade. The U.S. wants to oppose China. We want to engage China, Le Maire said. I strongly believe that in the world game, China must be in. China cannot be out. Le Maire also warned that if the United States doesn't change the Inflation Reduction Act, Europe might bring something similar of its own. We are expecting some concessions from our American friends, but there is also another way, which is to put in place a kind of European Inflation Reduction Act, Le Maire said, adding, time is of the essence. We need to be more independent. I'd like to take this opportunity to say that if the United States does not get its head out of its ass and do everything we can to shore up our own independence in a variety of sectors, including energy, technology, medicine, we are going to be completely decimated in our position on the world stage in the next five to 10 years. It may be too late. This comes after U.S. President Joe Biden hosted Uh, French President Emmanuel Macron for a state dinner last month and said, the Subsidies Act could be tweaked to make it easier for European nations to participate. Biden said the American Subsidies Act was never intended to exclude European allies. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on Sunday said rebuilding the IRS would be one of her top priorities in the coming years, putting her squarely at odds with Republicans who have taken control of the House of Representatives. Uh, I missed the part where the Treasury Secretary just determines discretionary spending and thought that that was handled between a legislature that passes enactments on appropriations and a president that signs them. 
Yellen told Reuters in an interview on her way to Zambia that she was thrilled that Congress had approved $80 billion in new funding for the IRS to help the agency reduce a huge backlog of tax returns and better hunt down $600 billion in unpaid tax bills. Now, if they know the amount due, they know who owes it. Why do they need to, quote, hunt it down? I'm going to get my bias out of the way real quick and tell y'all that I loathe this woman and have for a very long time. It started when she was nominated to be a member of the Federal Reserve by Bill Clinton in 1994, and the disdain grew to epic proportions specifically when she took office as chair of the Federal Reserve in February of 2014 to serve for four years. She's been messing with America's money for so long, and she is so used to being part of an entity with no oversight that she thinks she can just unilaterally rebuild the IRS without those funds being actually allocated by Congress. I would love to see at this point the revocation of that $80 billion in this new session of Congress. (sighs) Just kidding. Leave people's money alone. You've raped and pillaged them enough in your career of ruining the U.S. dollar's value, you harlot. Um, Yellen said that she decided to stay on as Treasury Secretary, in large part to oversee implementation of legislation like the Inflation Reduction Act, because it, it, it reduced inflation so much, um, which included the IRS funding and passed on party lines last year. Yellen lobbied hard for the extra funding for the IRS with what she called massive problems, including a huge backlog in working through tax returns and lack of personnel to carry out complicated audits of higher earning taxpayers. I'd love to see every role at the IRS be filled with people who are in mass noncompliance. Oh, you owe taxes? Just kidding. Red stamp. Not owed. We forgive your debt. Goodbye. <laughs> um, do you all remember when Oprah Winfrey was just a talk show host and she would tell everyone to check under their chairs and there'd be keys to cars under everyone's seats? I feel like we should all do that right now. Everyone check under your couch because Joe Biden probably left classified documents under there. Additional classified documents have been seized by the Justice Department investigators at President Joe Biden's house, according to reports. The remarkable search of a sitting president's home by federal agents at the invitation of Mr. Biden's lawyers dramatically escalated the legal and political situation for the president, the latest in a series of discoveries that already led to a special counsel investigation. During Friday's search, six more items, mind you, items, could mean entire file boxes with classified markings including some documents from his time as senator and others from his time as vice president, were taken by investigators, along with surrounding materials, according to the statement from Bob Bauer, Mr. Biden's attorney. The search underscored the seriousness of the investigation into Mr. Biden's handling of documents, and while not a surprise raid, in some ways resembled the extensive search of former President uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. With agents looking for classified documents that they believed were in Mr. Trump's possession. Okay, so I believe this is egregious. You shouldn't have secure documents or classified documents outside of the area or the space that they should be located. Um, 
But, I mean, we saw with Hillary Clinton, she had entire servers in her basement. Donald Trump has files at Mar-a-Lago. Joe Biden has them all over the place, including in his garage. But I hope that everyone following this story knows why we're even hearing about it. Number one, whomever makes the decisions about running this country has determined that Joe Biden has worn out his welcome and his use. Otherwise, this would not be coming from the leak on demand New York Times from their BFFs at the FBI. With the departure of his chief of staff being announced, I don't think we're going to see Joe Biden seeking a second term. Number two, the aforementioned agency has lost quite literally all of their credibility. And this seems like some sort of attempt at getting people to stop calling them out because they're just and fair, don't you know? They're treating Biden just the same as Trump. Again, Biden is nothing more than a puppet and a sacrificial lamb, and the FBI and DOJ at large are fine with throwing him under the bus to reestablish some veil of appearance of integrity. That is your Monday edition of Everything Yesterday This Morning. I hope you guys have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. If you like today's show, be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Also, please don't forget to check out shouseinthehouse.com and never forget that free men do not need permission from any government. Have a great day.